Happy Black History Month from WMNF. From NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. U.S. and Allied forces have launched a second wave of airstrikes against Iranian-backed Houthi targets in Yemen. The strikes are in response to last weekend's deadly attack on U.S. troops. NPR's Quill Lawrence reports on the tightrope the U.S. is walking. The U.S. actions aim to strike a balance between deterring Iranian proxy forces in the Middle East without escalating what has already become a regional conflict. Iran backs Hamas, which attacked Israel on October 7th. The Israeli response to the Hamas attack has inflamed tensions and spurred action by other Iranian allies, including Houthi forces in Yemen. The Pentagon says Houthis have hit ships transiting the Red Sea more than 30 times since November, and that these latest U.S. strikes destroyed Houthi missile systems. They come a day after U.S. airstrikes in Iraq and Syria, part of an ongoing U.S. retaliation against Iranian proxies for a drone strike last Sunday that killed three Americans and wounded dozens on a base in Jordan. Quill Lawrence, NPR News. A Houthi military spokesman is warning that the latest U.S. and British airstrikes will not pass without a response and consequences. These latest strikes come as Secretary of State Antony Blinken is leaving Washington today for his fifth trip to the Middle East since the war between Israel and Hamas broke out in October. A British parliamentary committee has warned that the U.K. government uh, it must recruit more soldiers and increase defense spending. Villa March reports in light of the increased threats from countries like Russia. The Defense Select Committee said Britain's military faced a, quote, vicious cycle that continued to mean it could not recruit enough personnel as soldiers, sailors and airmen and women left the armed forces due to low pay levels. The UK increasingly struggles to project military force overseas, but the outgoing UK army head last month warned a citizen army might be needed for a future land war. President Biden posted an online thank you matches to a message to South Carolina last night. South Carolina, we did it again. You did it for me again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 2020 and now again 2024. Now let's go win the whole thing. Let's win it all. Biden easily won yesterday's South Carolina Democratic primary. He's now focusing on Nevada's primary on Tuesday. He's campaigning in Las Vegas today. NPR Sarah McCammon reports on Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley's cameo appearance on NBC's Saturday Night Live last night. Nikki Haley has pitched herself as a younger, more capable alternative to both former President Donald Trump and the Democratic frontrunner President Joe Biden. Haley made a surprise appearance near the end of the cold open to NBC's Saturday Night Live. In a dialogue with a cast member playing Trump, Haley asked why he won't debate her and once again took aim at Trump's age. Haley also made a joke about her gaffe several weeks ago in New Hampshire, where she failed to identify slavery as the cause of the Civil War, admitting, yep, I probably should have said that the first time. Sarah McCammon, NPR News. This is NPR. Emergency officials in California are warning residents of the second back-to-back atmospheric river storm. The storm is bringing high winds, heavy rain, and the potential for flooding. From member station KQED, Juan Claros Lara has more. Five rivers across the state are currently at risk of flooding, including the Russian River and San Diego River. That's according to Nancy Ward, director of the California Governor's Office of Emergency Services. Here she is at a press conference Saturday afternoon. Avoid going outside. Is there a dangerous debris, falling tree limbs, and down power lines? High winds may lead to power outages. Keep your batteries uh, handy for your devices. Weather service officials say conditions will be worse along the state's coastal and southern regions. In Ventura County, the sheriff's office has begun issuing evacuation orders, and more could follow as the storm progresses. For NPR News, I'm Juan Carlos Lara in San Francisco. The National Weather Service says there could be near-continuous rainfall for 48 hours and snowfall rates in higher elevations could reach 2 to 3 inches an hour. Chile's president is warning that the death toll could get worse from intense forest fires in the Valparaiso region. At least 46 people are confirmed dead and authorities are urging thousands to flee the flames. Namibian President Hage Gembob has died. The president's office says he died early today receiving medical treatment at a hospital. He was 82. He revealed last month that he'd been diagnosed with cancer. Gambobo is a veteran of Namibia's struggle for independence following more than a century of German and then apartheid South African rule.
This is NPR News. Support for NPR comes from the Public Welfare Foundation, committed to advancing a transformative approach to justice that is community-led, restorative, and racially just. Learn more at publicwelfare.org. And the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation at macbound.org. This is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM, Community Conscious Radio. Greetings, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only DJ Spacia reminding you that every Monday morning, that's right, every Monday morning on WMNF from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., tune in as me and my co-pilot Nate Dog give you the music you love, the topics to get you talking, and the motivation to get you out your bed to start your week off right. On Saturday, March 23rd, WMNF will be hosting a record and CD sale at the station. We're accepting donations now during business hours, so pack up your vinyl and CDs in sellable condition and bring them to the station between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. It helps raise funds to bring you the music and news you love. For more information, call 813-238-8001 or visit WMNF.org. Thanks. A digital news startup called The 19th is made up of fearless women and LGBTQ plus journalists with the purpose of uncovering the news while bucking the status quo. Their story is captured in the new documentary, Breaking the News. Whose voice are we not including? Who else can we bring into this conversation? People on the margins. That's what I wanted to cover. WMNF is co-hosting a free screening of Breaking the News with community radio station WSLR. It's Tuesday, February 20th at Fogartyville in Sarasota. Find out more at WSLR.org. Hi, this is Miss Julie. Our next week-long membership drive begins at 9 a.m. on Wednesday, February 21st and goes through February 28th. We're seeking volunteers to help take pledge calls and food donors to help feed those hungry volunteers. Restaurants, caterers, or chefs can find out more about donating drinks, snacks, or full meals by calling me at 813 813- 238-8001 or email M-I-S-S-J-U-L-I-E at WMNF.org. I can help get you registered to volunteer or signed up to donate food. Just be in touch. Thanks. And we're back on the Sunday Forum right here. On WMNF 88.5 Tampa, this is your host, Walter L. Smith II. And Mabili. Yes. Sonny Ford. The first. Mabili, the first of his name. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever watched, uh, what is it, um, Fire and Ice or uh, what's, what's the TV show called on uh, HBO? Um. Not the... With all the dragons and stuff. Not the Game of Thrones. Well, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Patrick Mobili, the first of his name. That's right. <laughs> right here on the Sunday Forum. Hey, listen, we're glad you could join us here on this discussion that we're having this morning about the African Union and what the role of the of the black American, the African, from the diaspora is. What What is the role? What's yeah. the role? What, what are we going to do? Right, it it, it it forces us to take a look of not only just what's happening with the union, but what's happening in our own communities, right? Because we have to be stabilized in our own communities in order to be able to do what ha- what's going to be done over there, right? So there are people at different fronts, right? Am That's I right, right about that? And so right. so uh, so what are we going to do? Call in, folks. We want to hear from you. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. We want to hear from you. Hey, listen. Uh, on the twenty. 20- 4th of February, 24th of February, we have Fish, Grits, and Black History at the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library at 905 North Albany Avenue. That's Fish, Grits, and Black History 5. It's the fifth, the fifth Fish, Grits, and Black History event that we've had uh, at the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library. And let me tell you a little bit about the library. But Billy, it's the only black family-owned, black family-owned library in the state of Florida. Uh, okay, black family-owned library. Right, right. It is a library and museum that is directly related to 
the educational growth and development of the black community and the community at large, really, right? Mm -hmm. But it was developed for the children who were disenfranchised in West Tampa uh, and East Tampa, which were the two biggest areas where we had these issues in terms of education. And so when Dr. Smith, uh, the late great Dr. Smith, uh, formed this thing, he did it with his own money. He didn't do it with any grants, didn't do anything. He did it with his own money. And there were some people who donated and some people who didn't. Uh, but hey, that's that's the nature of the game, right? But yeah. we have fish, grits, and black history every year now for five years. Five years. We had a great showing, except for the year that Dr. Smith passed away um, back in 2021. Uh, we had a great showing, and we're looking to have a great showing this time. So uh, please go to... Walt W. L. Smith Library, WLSmithLibrary.org, and you can find out more information about Fish, Grits, and Black History. Or you can go to Eventbrite and actually purchase your tickets at Event uh, at, at Fish Grits 5. Fish Grits, not Fish and Grits. Fish Grits, the number 5, right? Dot Eventbrite.com. Okay. Go there, go check out. You can purchase your tickets there, uh, or you can purchase them at the gate. Your choice. Uh, but there is an admission fee, and you will check. You can check that out also on Eventbrite and on the uh, on the web on the web page. Again, that's wlsmithlibrary.org. That's the website for the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library. We're looking at renovations too. Looking at doing doing renovations. Renovations are coming up, so you won't be able to go into the library at the time. Right, but you'll be in the courtyard, and you will see the renderings of what we're going to be doing there on this corner, and have the growth and development, of the legacy of Dr. Walter L. Smith, uh, former president of Florida A&M University, yeah, um, uh, and yeah, author and historian. I don't have to go inside to get fish grits. No, man. <laughs> so fish grits five. It's not like a movie sequel. Right, 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 right. And we have three different. We have three discussions that are going to be taking place. These three panel discussions, as usual, yeah. uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, so, well, I think that's great, and, and also this is Black History Month, and you know, some of our local television stations have conveniently mm. found old footage oh. <laughs> of Tampa's civil rights uprisings and movements. And oh, they found these it. things. Yeah, they 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 found it. So they've been revealing at least some of it. And uh, from what, what little clips I've seen, I've seen some of our stalwarts, uh, Bob Gilder, out there on the street wow. in the heat of it. You know? They found Uncle Bob. Yeah, they found Uncle Bob. <laughs> you know, and he was leading his, you know, young black men <laughs> to go around and keep people uh, aware, keeping people calm but aware. And... Um, but, you know, keep the anger up and recognize that this was a fight for freedom, you know. And uh, these stories have to be told, you know. That was a big wade-in in Florida and in cities like Miami and St. Augustine. But there was also one in Biloxi, Mississippi, where I grew up. And, you know, the white people jumped on the black people for going to the beach. and Because the beach was off limits mm. to black Biloxians at that time. Just as it was to black St. Augustinians and black Miamians. Right. At the time, it was, these were uprisings that occurred around the same time, and uh, oh, the same Florida guard, the yeah. same Florida guard back then. It was probably their granddaddies or whatever. Well, the same Florida <laughs> guard was active back then, beating on black folks. <laughs> At American Beach. Yeah. What white civilians wouldn't do, they were there to do. Yeah. And uh, these white civilians, you know, especially on the mm. on the Gulf Coast of Biloxi, they not only tried to use this idea that the beachfront was an extension of their private property <laughs> until the true. federal government, you know, black people had to continue to put their, their bodies on the line to prove the point that they did not own you know, the, the beachfront, and uh. because this was laid by the federal government's uh, Corps of Engineers, so you can't claim control of something that the Corps of Engineers did. Right. So we were able to finally win that, but we had to keep putting our bodies on the line. And white folks decided to react by burning down our businesses. So I always wondered, you know, why did the Main Street Drive look so blighted? Desolate. But 
Yeah. yeah. Because they burned them down. And black people didn't talk about yeah. that event. Sure we did. did not talk about it. So I didn't know all those years that this was really supposed to be a bustling part of town, but it wasn't for that reason mm-hmm. because of that white riot that took place that day. And we don't talk about it. We need to start talking about what happened. This is this is why we're having the panel discussion at Fish Grit. Please don't miss this. <laughs> Please don't miss this panel discussion about what Fred Hearn is going to be there. Fred Hearn, one, right. one of my yes. foremost black historians, one of my one of my brothers of Omega Sci-Fi, <laughs> um, will we'll be there to discuss the issue of the disappearing black community. Okay, which includes houses, businesses, and cemeteries. Hmm. Whole schools are being built on top schools, yeah. apartments, house, all the stuff built on top of cemeteries. What? What? What's going on? Wow, man! You know, hey, listen. There's a lot to talk about. Yes. Join us on Saturday, February 24th, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Friday, Saturday, Saturday the 24th. Do you hear me? Saturday the 24th. From 9 to 3 p.m., join us for Fish Grits and Black History at 905 North Albany Avenue, the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library and Museum. All right, let's go to the phone calls. Then we got some phone calls. Uh Uh-oh. Let's see who we got. We got them. 813-239-9663. Go ahead, call it. You're on the Sunday Forum. You ready? I'm ready. Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, man. What's going on? Are we we talking about this? Because we, 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 Doc, now listen now. We're talking about this thing here, about the African Union now. What's up? Right, 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 right. I just wanted to talk, thank you for talking about falsification. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I thought we would read our last article. But, you know, having you you and I having gone and, and been to Africa, and you go to South Africa and stuff, and you began to see that, uh, and, uh, that the purpose of what's happening now with breaking, the uniting, that con- the continent was, one currency, and uh, and uh, to lift the veil of colonialism, mm. and uh, was there to, uh, to to actually was just there to exploit the wealth of the uh, of the, the the enormous wealth of that particular continent, right? And uh, we've thrown those vestiges off, and now we have uh, still have to fight those uh, those same vestiges with these little uh, micro wars and. Folks who are uh, uh, not working in our best interest and stuff like the Sabimbis and the uh, who are gone, the Mobutus and the Kasabubus and all these other folks who who arose to 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 maintain that sense of uh, colonialism. So this union is is, is very, I mean, is uh, is going to happen. Uh, you saw where that it, it saw where we're. Uh, for example, Gaddafi, mm-hmm. who then proposed a, a one currency backed by gold, and he was eliminated. Right. But that doesn't mean he doesn't eliminate the the necessity the necessity for this particular uh, happening. And then when you look at what's happening in the Middle East, I mean, in the area of uh, the, the Middle East, what's happening now? This our country's getting ready to go to war and, and fight the Houthis and. Uh, and the Iranians and the, and everybody else, that sort of thing, and we ask ourselves for what, you know, right. uh, and the atrocities, the genocide that's taking place all over the world. I mean, even even in Africa, and stuff. But we, this kind of foolishness has got to stop. And if we're going to maintain ourselves in this kind in this world as a human society, then uh, we got to behave better. And this union. It will become is, is this uniting of these countries under one flag, one goal, and one destiny will uh, do a lot to change uh, uh, to maintain human society on this earth. And that's all I got. To Absolutely, say. hey Doc. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, and check out, folks. You are within the norms. Uh, very important document uh, of, of, of news that you really need to read and find out more about what's happening, uh, especially in the medical world with regard to what's happening to our black doctors and, and healthcare care uh, professionals. 
uh, around around the country. Thank you very much, Doc. Um, yeah, you have to wonder about African Union. On the one hand, it sounds like it would be an empowering thing, yeah. uh, and, and it clearly could be. But again, the power struggle. If you think they po- they struggle for power over the individual. Uh, African countries that were carved out by colonialists, which make no sense to the Africans oftentimes. Just think about who is going to vie for the presidency of a united Africa, you know. Is it going to be somebody who demands that South Africa have, you know, greater sway? On uh, in a united Africa, or whether it should be the Arab North, which has a very tricky relationship with sub-Saharan Africa, especially after the slave trade. I would say, if, if, if I would say, it should act almost as a congressional unit, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we'll go to this call in just a second. Acting as a congressional unit means that there is there is elected. An official, right? Uh, a board, mm-hmm. an executive board. What it's it's accepted, it's voted on, it's accepted by the body, and these are the people who will be who will be governing or or acting in the executive board. That can change by the vote of the people. At ever so often, this is what happens, and that's it. I think that I think that people are getting tired. Of constantly having a coup, mm-hmm. constantly having some sort of uh, having a form of a junta for right. what? Well, that's the African Union's position is that right. we don't like coups. Right, right, and I think they've done an excellent job of 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 demanding that these things not happen, and that and that uh, and that we demand that those people who are corrupt not be in office. Uh, they're not puppets. That's I think that's what we're seeing now, and that's what that's the optimism that I'm having right now, that I'm feeling right now, with regard to this African Union and the fact that we might actually see this happen in our lifetime because it's already happening. Mm-hmm. We, we we're seeing these joint these joint ventures, if you will, that are moving in this direction, and the attitudes that are being that are pervasive in this in this entire thing. I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute of it, right? Um, the ousting of European powers, the ousting of European powers, and the increase of African power with regard to industrialization. That is that is that is Africanized industrialization that's emerging from the continent. I'm loving every minute. Of it. The, the the ousting of European powers, European colonialism, except for when it it has to do with with fighting terrorism. And so there's this this divide and conquer about, well, we should invite them in to help because they did break it by being colonial powers. You know? Right, right. But on the other hand, you know, if we don't have the, the ex-colonial power, then Russia and China stands ready to come and do some exploitations of their oh, own. Man. So, you know, this is where we are and why the African Union is even taking on an even greater importance. And then the use of South Africa for European goals, I think, the going to the to the to the uh, criminal court, you know, against Israel, South Africa was led to do that, I believe, by its association with Russia. So mm. I'm beginning to uh, wonder about about whether or not Motives. South Africa is being motivated by that. Used, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we got to watch that. We got to watch that. And, and sometimes it might look like that, but reality is that might be the only course, or they may see that as the only real course of action. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's go to our next call. All right. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. This is Simon from Lakeland. How are you? Good morning. Good. Good. I just want to touch on something you said. Um, I didn't get the gist of all of it uh, in the beginning of your show. I was working out. But I wanted to ask, uh, and I'll get to the pertinent uh, discussion at hand. Um, And you were talking about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Why would a people name themselves in which they cannot spell that name in their own language and borrow that name from a foreign language? I can't think of any other example in the world that has happened. There is no P in Arabic. 
And the word Palestinian, Palestine, is from Latin, Syria, Palestina. So I don't think you knew that. Anyway, let me move I'm, on. I'm aware of that fact. I'm aware of that fact, yes. Oh, you were? Okay. I've never heard you mention that. There's no P in Arabic. Right. And, and that the Palestinians were not Palestinians. They were Palestinian Arabs. Like there were Palestinian Jews. <laughs> they might have been Philistines. Who knows? Right. People from the sea. Right, right. Exactly. As far as the topic at hand, I've never heard you mention, Walter, and this is pertinent to the discussion, the Sanj Rebellion. The Sanj Rebellion of, of Persia. You mean in the... Um, the Persian Rebellion that took place, the Slave Rebellion. I, I, I've never, I've never heard you ever mention that. The reason I say that is I misspoke last week when I said that your show is about the black community. I think what precedes that comment is that there's a political ideology that makes up whether something is viewed as the, uh, as the. Uh, black community, uh, it would not include conservative black spokespeople, uh, uh, i.e. Glenn Laurie, Coleman Hughes, uh, Shelby Steele, uh, Walter Williams, um, uh, Thomas Sowell, um, and so on and so on, even Candace Owens. The reason I bring up the Sanj Rebellion, that was the biggest rebellion by black slaves in history and it was against the islamic slave trade so when you talk about africa and i've never heard you talk about the american anti-slavery group in america that was formed in 1993 <coughs> the critical part that i was formed i'm sorry formed when it was formed in 1993. It's okay, a group okay. called the American Anti-Slavery Group. Mm -hmm. what, what the issue is that I would see if I were black and I was thinking of be, being a pan-Africanist, the question at hand is, look at the number of African Christians that are being killed in Africa. Now, you've aligned yourself on the Legion through filtering students, you have said, to Louis Farrakhan. Louis Farrakhan has denied any slave trade presently in Africa. You, so, wait, wait, back up, back up. you said I've aligned? I personally have aligned what now? Well, you have said in the past that you have recommended students. Mm-hmm. To the nation. Or toward the teachings of Louis Farrakhan. Towards the nation of Islam, yes. Yes. I have, yes. Yes, yes you said that. Uh -huh. So, and, and Louis Farrakhan has denied current slavery among blacks in Africa. So the issue at hand is really if you're going to if you're going to support Africa, are you supporting right. Africa as a black Islamist? Are you supporting Africa as a black Christian? Are you supporting black uh, Africa as an atheist? Those issues no. are critical. I'm not saying you. I'm Words. saying an individual would have to determine that. Because you could look at what's interesting is you never understand a person unless you know what makes him angry. That's when you understand someone when they get angry over something. And I haven't heard you say anything about Algeria, Libya, Nigeria, Sudan, the southern part of Sudan, where Christians are being slaughtered. None of that. We, we, just, we just mentioned that. Yeah, we, you missed that part of the show. We mentioned it earlier, beginning of the show. We, we named some of the countries that were there. But that, let, let, me, let me address that, that issue, and I'm glad you, glad you said that. Um, first of all, uh, you have people right now in the continent of Africa that are all... Um, religious backgrounds, all religious backgrounds. Um, and I am not one to be distracted or to or to encourage distractions regarding one's belief 
in in these things uh, with with without recognizing. I, mean, I, I do recognize that there's some there can people can get angry. <laughs> people get angry all the time, mm-hmm. uh, but there's still a Europe, <laughs> right? People get angry all the time, and there's still a Greece. There's still a France. There's still a Japan. There's still everything. The key here, Simon, is that we uh, we we must learn to coexist despite and in spite of the anger that we might feel towards one another regarding these things. We're not we're not we're not subhuman. We're human beings. We think we're we're intelligent people, and I, I think that we're I'm not. I think I know we're well beyond that type of uh, that type of thinking. Uh, it, but it is because of um, it's because of what we've witnessed through colonial powers and influences that have caused us to be destabilized in situations where we might be angry. But he, he seems to be picking up on a, a conservative talking point in terms of let's only get angry about violations of the human rights of Christians. Right, right. It's only right. where Christians. You can't recognize anybody else and not LGBTQ, not black people in general, not women, not the human rights of immigrants. But when it comes to Christians, then we got to stop the presses. Right. You know, and it's, it's like that's what his call was all about. You know, you need to recognize Christians are under threat. But politically, and especially here in the United States, white Christians think they own this place. Well, and know, they think they own everybody and everybody needs to follow the rules exactly, that, of, white, of that Christians white Christians wrote. But, so but, forget it. But exactly, which, which of course is colonialism, right? Right. That's okay. what it rules, the Bible and the gun. And, yeah. that, and that is where we have got to... Um, we've got to get beyond that, right? And we're seeing it. We're seeing it. And I am, again, nothing's going to make me feel, get down about the African Union. I am very happy about the African Union. The only <laughs> thing that will get me down about the African Union is the African Union does something that just like, <laughs> just like, oh, man, you got to be kidding me. That type of thing, right? Let's yeah. go to the next call. Yeah, we could go, but uh, you could also write Walter at DJ at WNF.org and Tom Elegant has, uh, I think Elegant has written to remind us that the PBS public broadcasting uh, show uh, on has done a show on Central Avenue mm-hmm. in Tampa mm-hmm. and is on YouTube. So yeah. if you want to go check I've that out, I've actually seen that. I've actually seen <laughs> thank that. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, thank you, Tom. All right, caller, caller, is this me? Yes. Hi. You're speaking with someone, I'm married to a Ghanaian, and I'm in Africa like every six or seven weeks. Okay. Okay. And personally, you're speaking with someone who's well over 65. Okay. Um, until the African becomes friends with the African. The Chinese are already moving in, okay, heavy, mm-hmm. right now as we speak. Right. And I just don't see it happening in my lifetime because of what I see on the ground. Now, I hire people when I'm there because of what I have going on. And what I've made it a point to do is um, I hire everyone and insist if they want my coins, they're going to work together. Nigerian, okay. the Senegalese, that's right. The Ghanaian, <laughs> that's right. Tanzanian. I, 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 I feel like it's some sort of my personal calling, um, as far as getting the African united, because it's not a military secret. The African is the most powerful human on this earth, and I don't care who wants to. I'm. At me with that, but that's my personal analogy of being a world traveler and seeing and understand Africans, no matter where they are in the continent and in the world, we're everywhere. (laughs) And they fear 
that's why I used to think that this crab mentality started here. Nope. It came on the boat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it did not start here. It came on the boat. It's been there. It's been there. Okay. And um, I always enjoy the show. I listen. I, I got in. Um, I'll see you at Clay's. Brother U-Haul is my son. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> but um, I'm enjoying this. And I'm uh, I, I learn a lot from your show, but um, I from what I see going in going in and mm. on the ground of the continent, it's going to take another five hundred years. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, I'm, I'm there. I'm there, like right now. Right. When right. me and my husband started dating, I retired from Verizon. A lot of people recognize my voice because. I'm kind of like a little hood celebrity in Tampa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know who that is. <laughs> we got you. We got you. I, 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 I'm, I've always been very, very a, a smart African because we are smart. The yes. average African speaks three, four, five languages fluently. Mm-hmm. We got robbed of that yeah. um, around the world of being enslaved. But I, I, I get your point, and, and I, I'm, I'm all for it, I don't like how when us Americans go to Africa, we're looked at like the money pot. I don't even go out and, and do any dealing because as soon as I open my mouth, the prices go up 200%. <laughs> right. Right. Of course. Of course. Of course. And, um, I understand because of the struggle of the people because we have somewhat overcame a lot. Still got a long way to go. But we've literally died in this country. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To have the few rights that we do. It's only a few. Right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, hey. Until the African continent unites as a whole, the African loves the African, it's going to always this cycle is going to be repeated because the continent is so rich. Africa's never needed the world. The world needed Africa. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Well, you know, uh, and and thank you for calling, sister. We appreciate it. Give us a shot when you get in now. Give us a shot when you get in, all right? No, Uh, for sure. I'll see you at Clay. All right, all right. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Righty. Oh, uh, when, Thank when you so the... much for your show and all you do for the community. Thank you. I, I, I follow you for years. I have been for years. I make sure I set my clock because I work a lot. <laughs> when, I start, when I start going into Africa, I'm like, how am I going to afford these flights? Because <laughs> I'm always smart. I went and got a part-time job at Delta. <laughs> I know that's right. Now I fly in for $100 round trip for a clap. That's okay. what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you do it right there. You got to be smart. Yes, okay? ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And, and then, you know, I, I get so agitated because people don't use that beautiful brain. Okay? <laughs> it's there. It's there. It's there. It's there for a reason. Your time and taking my and taking my call. Thank you, thank you so much. We appreciate you, sister. Bye bye. Peace to you. Um, Let's go to our next call. But it meant, you know, she has a point. Yeah, and she she has a major point because I'm looking at, and maybe you could help us with this. Uh, South Africa has is still infected with white racism because we're seeing the xenophobia come out of even black South Africans against other Africans and, and also Asians who yes. are there seeking asylum, who are there trying to, to, to work or run little small curbside businesses and they're getting attacked by South Africans. Yeah. So this xenophobia is is it learned or is it just human nature because it is people something are that is it's something that is learned. Okay. You gotta remember your mind is conditioned to be combative in this way, in the way that they, they know to be, right? Especially when it comes to resources. Of course, mm-hmm. of course. Listen to Julius Malema. <laughs> Listen to Julius Malema, okay? Mm-hmm. And what he's saying and what he has said. Listen to other people. He's not, he's not alone in his feelings, right? Mm-hmm. You see those stadiums, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> of course, everybody is attracted to this... Uh, 
Anybody that's gonna be strident like yeah, that, of course, of course, <laughs> see that here. But this is a general, this is a general feeling, right? And there are a lot of people that feel the way. They don't, not everybody feels the same way, but a lot of right. people clearly they do. Yeah. Right. And so when you talk about people who've been oppressed, as long as they've been oppressed, and they are the majority. In we the talk country. about other Africans who are there, like the 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 Zimbabweans. Yeah. Come there, poor Zimbabweans are being attacked yeah. in South Africa. Yes. Yeah, and that 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 happens for that happens because um, because fear. of the fear, fear and loathing. Of, you know, yeah, the they, other gonna, just like we're seeing in the, the southern border here. Exactly, they're going to take the jobs. They're going to and and y'all also remember, Zimbabweans were also recruited, just like Malawians and Mozambicans were recruited quite often by the National Party in order to come in and call, and destabilize um, the relationships between. The PAC, the ANC, IFP, okay. and so on. So that could be part of what's happening. That's part of what's happening. That's part it's of what's happening. So long standing dividing conflict. Of course, of course. They find you from Zimbabwe and they're like, oh yeah, and looking at you sideways. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. That's, there's a reason why. Well, let's call. <laughs> Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Go ahead, caller. You're there. Yes, this is Solar from St. Petersburg. Hey, now, what's going on? Black America, that's a good resource on YouTube, Black Power Media. They have this discussion every week. And Jackie Lukeman do an excellent job speaking of Aquawak. So uh, check out Black Power Media on YouTube. And also, too, Palestinians have a right to return, to reclaim their land. Palestinians must return and reclaim their land. And Prince also have a masterful song called A Colonized Mind. Colonized, colonized Mind by Prince. Check out his song, a masterful song that done by the great musician Prince. All right. All right. Later. Thank you, brother. All right. Yeah, to take it into it, um, they talk about a lot of issues on Black Power Media. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Check it out. I've seen it before. Um, next call. Oh, man, I think we lost that caller. Go ahead. Caller, are you still there? We lost, we lost. Yeah, call back. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. This is the Sunday Forum. All Sorry right. We that. weren't trying to annoy it. It was just a mistake there. Um Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. We want to hear from you, uh, County Commission, City Council. If you're listening, we want to hear from you about what we said. We didn't, we didn't pull any punches. You can always check it out. Call us next week if you need to. But we want to hear from you. We want to know what's up. Uh, all right. So now let's get down to this Sunny Fortune tribute, brother. All right. <laughs> um, again, again. I want to make sure that I'm reminding people about about February 24th, Saturday, February 24th, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library at 905 North Albany Avenue, Fish, Grits, and Black History. Fish, Grits, and Black History. We are going to have the greatest panel discussions and the greatest time with music, fun, and family right there at the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library. Also, also, remember, the bros. The brothers of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated Piota Chapter, we are going to have, we're going to be hosting, hosting the 2024 Grand Conclave right here in Tampa. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. June 26th to July 2nd. Check it out right here in Tampa. You want you don't have a choice but to check it out. All that purple and gold gonna be out there, baby. You will not be able to miss it. All right? All right. So listen, this is the sound of Sunny Fortune. Is this the second? What's, what's the second one we have on cue? The uh, second one? Well, this is a, what you're listening to now is Sunny Fortune's Waves of Dream. Okay. All right. But the second one we have on cue is what? What do we have on cue for the second one? Uh, let's look and see. Walter is putting me to the test. Yes, but I am. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy from... From Whitbeck. 
Oh, okay. That's what that is. Yes. Okay. Yes. Maybe we'll listen to a little bit of that. Let's listen to that right there. Listen to that. Right here on the Sunday Forum. This is the sound of Sunny Fortune. We'll get we'll get, we'll get it up. in just a moment, uh boy, from with that. <laughs> oh, is it Ipanema? <laughs> it, <laughs> <laughs> it is not Ipanema. It is not Ipanema. Okay, wait, thank. Here we go. Here we go. In just one moment, just we'll like having one. It's like like fixing your mouth. <laughs> Give my cheeseburger, my busy. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The sounds, ladies and gentlemen, of Sunny Fortune, right here on the Sunday Forum. Yeah. Yes, those are the sounds of the late great Sunny Fortune. We're just we're going to be paying tribute to Sunny Fortune on this show today. Uh, we have another song coming up for him. What's our next one coming up, man? Turn it over. All right, turn it over. But this is the sound of the man from Whitback, and we're going to enjoy these sounds. Uh, listen, let's. let's uh, I, I would be remiss if I did not. 
mention the fact that we're going to miss, we're going to miss dearly the brother Carl Weathers. Oh, brother yeah. Carl Weathers passed away uh, this weekend. Creed. Man, Apollo <laughs> Creed. Um, and, and we saw him in so many other movies, actually, uh, in comedies. Uh, what was it, Predator? Uh, Happy Happy Gilmore yeah. mm-hmm. with Adam Sandler and so forth. But uh, and even in the Mandalorian recently, the Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars franchise. So it was really really good to see him be able to uh, continue after football to go on with an acting career. And Carl yeah. Weathers was definitely one of the greats. He took over from Howard Rollins on the In the Heat of the Night television show yes, he years sure ago. <laughs> he sure did. Sure Action did. Jackson. Yeah, he's that man. Yo, I, I remember going to the movie theater. My mom dropped me off to the movie theater to go see Action Jackson. I was going to see Action Jackson if it wasn't for anything but to see Vanity. <laughs> right. So, you know, Vanity and Carl Weathers, come on. Together, man. that's right. Come on, brother, come on. That you was a big time, a big time in those days. <laughs> that was great. That was a great movie, too. Great movie. All right. So, uh, our, next, our next song is... Turning It Over, which we're hearing now. Turn it over. By some fortune. Nine minutes left. Still call us. This is WMNF Tampa, 88.5 FM. Definitely hear the Latin music influence and the funk in 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 his in his delivery of his music. Mm-hmm. You know, the improvisation is there, which is actually what makes it jazz. Uh, but the but the combination of the of the Latin influence and of the funk is clear in his music absolutely folks you're listening to the late great Sonny Fortune uh, we're just doing a tribute to him uh, music tribute to him um, today on this great Sunday morning a little rainy it's rainy out, it's rainy out there but hey listen anytime you're this side of six feet and you have a chance to listen to music this great it's wonderful, wonderful thing. All right, so what else we got? What else we got from this gentleman? Uh, trains and things. Is that what it's called? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Training things? As in Coltrane. Oh! Is that <laughs> what that is? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's go there. Let's go there. These are the sounds, ladies and gentlemen, of Sonny Fortune, late great jazz artist. This is Black History Month. Yeah. And we are playing the tunes from from the the original black art form of jazz. The original black art form of jazz all this month. And 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 oh we always do this. Yeah. On Sunday forums. <laughs> Nothing new. This is what it is. Nothing new. Nothing new. But this is certainly one of the greatest of all time. The late great Sunny Fortune. Fortune, folks. All right. Hey. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, listen. If you've never heard this song, <laughs> then you're not paying attention. Hey. <laughs> this song has been on so many TV channels, right? Uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Listen, man. Hey. This is great music, great music. And the sounds of Sunny Fortune right here on the Sunday Forum. Uh, we spoke today, folks, about the issue about the African Union, what we're seeing with the African Union, and the duty, if you will, of Africans here, Africans of the diaspora, which is us, black Africans right here, uh, towards our continent. That's our continent. That's our homeland. That's our motherland as well. And they're saying it to us. Come on, come on. Take part in what's going on. Be a part of what's happening. Let's grow together because we cannot do it without each other. Hey, Billy, what, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I wanted to give a shout out on this Black History Month to a 14-year-old Ethiopian immigrant here in the United States named Himan Bekele. He's a high school student in Fairfax, Virginia, who created or invented a new cancer-fighting soap. Wow. So... <laughs> a big old shout out to Great big shout out I'm Eman Bekele Yeah Everybody needs some of that right? Yes He's from In the middle school Inventing Cancer causing Cancer, uh, cancer Treating cause. soap You got no cancer causing stuff <laughs> It's a Skin cancer treating soap So that's wow. pretty cool Yeah That's very cool Hey shout out to that brother Shout out to that young brother Yes Yes, yes, all yes. immigrants. Right, 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 right. Let's let's hope and pray. Let's work towards getting a clear pathway for citizenship 
Uh, and we're going to talk about that one day, too. Yeah. But, uh, Especially hey, folks, we got 14-year-olds like this. Right, exactly. <laughs> Listen, we want to thank everybody for joining us here on the Sunday Forum and on the Sunday Forum Live on Facebook. Uh, we want to remind you, please, ma'am, please, sir, come on out on the 24th of February, February 24th, Saturday, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. to the Dr. Walter L. Smith Library to... Fish, Grits, and Black History. Fish, Grits, and Black History. Right there at 905 North Albany Avenue. Uh, check it out. Be a part of it. Go to wlsmithlibrary.org and find out more about it. All right? Hey, folks, we want to thank you for joining us here on the Sunday Forum. And as always, for my voice here, Radio Waves, the hearts and the minds of the people, we love you. And there's not a thing you can do.